Welcome to Built on Beeves, your podcast for fans by fans. I'm Zeke and I'm here with Nate. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and more. You can reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram at Built on Beeves, or email us at builtonbees at gmail.com. It is March 4th. Happy March, everybody. On today's show, we're going to be talking about men's and women's basketball, baseball, softball, gymnastics, wrestling, and more. And also, we have some bad news about one of the Beaver sports, so stay tuned to hear more about that towards the end of the show. Yes, there's there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We're kind of at that time of year where those winter sports are ending and Mm -hmm. the spring sports are starting, so we're kind of seeing the end of an era to some and then the start to others, and so yeah, I'm excited to talk about where all those are at. We're about to hit tournament play for the basketball teams, and so... We're in March, which is crazy to, to really think, think right? about that. Obviously, February is a shorter month, but mm-hmm. March is here. So there's some cool stuff coming on with Beaver Sports. So Yeah, now we get to start the madness. That's right. We are in the madness yeah. territory, yeah. which is crazy. We're at the beginning, the pre, pre-madness, but mm-hmm. we'll... Look forward to seeing what this year's gonna look like. What's a good word for a lesser of being mad? Cantankerous? I don't even never heard of that in my life. <laughs> Did you speak that up? No, I didn't. That's a real word. Cantankerous. Yeah. Can- Cantankerous. Yes. Which <laughs> I'll have to look that up. Um and then angry? Angry? No, that's 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 kinda sound. that's like equivalent to equivalent mad. Equivalent to mad. Grumpy? Grumpy? My vocabulary is not very extensive, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably asking the wrong guy here. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, if anyone listening out there, if you guys want to hit us up and think about a good alternative word to madness for March, that'd be much appreciated. Yes. We'll have our own words here on this show. We can make one up. We can. Which I thought cantankerous. I would have said that would have been made up, but, <laughs> but evidently is. not. Yeah, it indeed is a word. Um, you went to San Francisco. I did. I did. Home of the Pac-12 Network. Home of the Pac-12 Network. That so is right. Give did. us your takeaways of that fine city. I've oh. never been. Um, so so I did not go to the Pac-12 Network because I was on vacation. So. <laughs> and that wouldn't be fun for being on vacation. No, it would not. Um one thing I would say about San Francisco, it's a cool, it's a cool city. It's, it's a lot going on. It's very densely populated. There's a lot of people that's in a very small geographic area. I'm from a big city myself, and even there, it's, it's pretty dense. Okay. So, actually, they have the largest Chinatown in America, and their Chinatown is the most densely populated area west of Manhattan in the United States of America. So explain to us what Chinatown is like then. What do you expect or what do you experience there? So if you go back to the history of America, um, since the West Coast is closer to Mm. Asia, a lot of Asian immigrants used to migrate to the West Coast first. So just like a lot of African or English or or European rather, um, 
immigrants came through the East Coast, vice versa oh, for people on the West sense. Coast in Asia. So they they have a long history there, um, in San Francisco, and it's. I've never been to China, but it's what I expect parts of China would be like. While there, I actually, my cousin roommate speaks Chinese, and lived in China for three years. Like she she got back in the states like a few months ago. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's interesting to talk to her about China and and stuff like that. So it it. It was, I enjoy getting to know other cultures and how people do things. So is there a lot of food? Like, so when you say Chinatown, is it like a real town or is it like a street? So or? it's a series of streets. So it's a geographical area within the city itself. So they have something called the Dragon Gates, which has like traditional Chinese, like, because you know, they have a lot of like dragon folklore and yeah. whatnot. Um, I'm not going to go deep into it because I'm not going to act like... I'm Chinese and know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> yeah. if we have any people of China's China Chinese origin or knowing more about Chinese, want to hit up us and educate us. Go ahead and do that. We love it. Yes, um, it 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 spans probably like a mile long and uh, probably half a mile wide, so pretty decently. And I mean, all the shops are close together. And if you look at movies and stuff where they're in China and you have like on the sidewalks there's like little street carts and markets and stuff like that it was like that okay and we went during the chinese new year celebration oh. so there was a lot of fireworks popping there was a parade there was a, a lot of food being cooked a, a lot of people out and about it, it was really fun there was just like the streets were closed off to cars and everything and basically people got to take over the streets it was it was fun wow yeah so did you get a lot of food we did. We ate some good Chinese food, some good um, dim sum places and whatnot. Which dim sum is a popular Chinese like buffet in a sense, and basically you choose many different things for dim sum and you share it basically. Oh wow! Yeah, because yeah, I think in the Asian culture they're really big into like sharing. Like mm -hmm. what I've experienced is the very home style. You sit and all share mm -hmm. each other's plates and dishes. You know, I found most cultures outside of America seem to be more sharing than caring to us. <laughs> We're definitely opposite. Like, I want my plate. It's I'm my food. It. My food. Don't touch it. I know. Like, you want a fry? Get your fry. <laughs> and I'm having to learn that with... We're both newlyweds. Yes. So that's a whole new experience as well because I'm used to just having my food uh -huh. and I get to eat what I want, but... I'm learning that it's good to share with your spouse, <laughs> and, which is actually nice now that I'm learning too, because you can enjoy multiple, multiple dishes. Yeah. So it's like they order something, you're like, oh, I get to try that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And you got what kind of rental car? Rental car? I got a Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz. Yes. Before y'all think I'm bougie and sound too fancy, it I got a great deal on it. It was like twenty six dollars a day. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a gimmick somewhere, but nevertheless, it, it was fun driving in a Mercedes. I probably wouldn't buy one personally. Though. Okay, I, was it, it, ask I, you I, I wasn't that like impressed, you know. Yeah, it, it was fun and all, but it wasn't like, oh my goodness, this is the best car ever driven. That's the best time because when I went to Austin recently, I rented a car and I got a free upgrade. So mm -hmm. there was like a Jeep sitting there. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll drive that. I don't have any passengers, mm -hmm. so it's not like a super spacious car, but. Yeah. It was cool to drive around. I still don't know if it was one that 
I used to have a Jeep, but it was mm-hmm. an old, like, 90-something. Mm-hmm. And this was a brand new one, so it was nice, but I don't think I would get that for myself. And it has that new feature that when you're stopped, it, like, turns off. Mm-hmm. So that was a whole new experience for the me, The Mercedes too. had that, too. It was, it was weird. It, it did save gas and stuff, but it did get taken used to. Like, did my car just shut off? Yeah. <laughs> But that's cool. It's always fun to experience yeah. new vehicles and mm-hmm. new towns. Was it hectic driving around there? It it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, like I said, I grew up in a big city, so I'm used to like traffic and stuff. I prefer Calif- at least the Bay Area drivers over Oregon drivers. I feel like an Oregon people go too slow or just like, oh, no, you go, no, you go, no, oh, you yeah. go. Yeah. And there is like, if you people take... What they need to take. Yeah. If they're going to get into the lane, they get into the lane. They don't. Like, okay, please, someone let me in the lane, you know? Yeah. So I think I like that more aggressive type of driving style, and I do well in it. And so. I like it. If you don't like aggressive driving, take Uber, Lyft. Um, oh, not, yeah, they have a lot of that out there. They, they are not sponsors, though. Just remember not that. Non-sponsors, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be saying that a lot. Yeah. But. Well, let's get to our poll question from yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so we had a poll question basically asking how far you think the women's basketball team is going to make it in the NCAA tournament. And it was kind of split, actually, between half people thought national champions and half thought Final Four. And so I got to wondering, like, do people really think that? Or are we just... How much fandom does mm-hmm. is involved in that? Because... Obviously, if you're a fan of a team, you're gonna want to pull for them to go farther. Yeah. But I was curious. I was like surprised to see that. I thought I would have seen a little more, like, oh, maybe Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. But they're high praises on this team, evidently. So. Yeah, I, I would say that as far as like national championships go, as a fan, I definitely think we could do it. And and even if I take a look back from as being a, from being a fan and just being set in reality, I think our women have the talent to be national champions. Yeah. You know? I think they just have to execute a full game because I think that's what, obviously we'll get into a little Mm -hmm. more, but we noticed that it seems like they give up a lot of runs. Mm -hmm. That's where they get hurt the most. The team will go on a 10, 15 plus Mm -hmm. just run and that's kind of what seals it off because... Their losses, for the most part, except for a couple, they're not getting blown out. It no. just kind of comes down to a rough quarter. And so if they can take that away, then yeah, I think they have the talent. They have the ability to make a national championship Final Four run. But that's the thing with tournament play, you know. Mm-hmm. it's you got to be on, and it's you whatever do. team shows up that day. And so it it can definitely happen, but... Well, yeah, I see that. I mean, when we did our, our last um, installment of Built on Bees, we were actually watching the women's civil war against the Oregon Ducks. And and now when I think they showed, like, the Oregon Ducks are, women's team are a great team. Mm-hmm. They are, no doubt. But again, like I said, our ladies have the talent, and they end up coming out with a W. Um, big win at a sold-out crowd at Gill Coliseum. Yeah. And it's one of those things... Whether we're in neutral, home, or away, we got to play hot. Yeah. And we, we have the talent, but we, we just got to 
stay focused and play hot. Bring the energy, mm-hmm. have discipline. I think if all of those line up, we can obviously show that we can beat the top teams. Mm-hmm. And so I think it'll just be seeing what they, they bring that day and for yeah. the tournament. And so it'll be interesting to see what they where they get placed, what region, all of that stuff comes out. There's obviously pre-tournament estimations of what they're going to be, but mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see when those final results come out. Um, but leading into even talking about where this women's team ended up for the year, um, since the last episode, as you mentioned, Zeke, we were watching the Oregon game as they were playing. They ended up winning that game 67-62. to 62. They beat USC 68-61, beat UCLA 75-72, lost to Arizona State 54-66, and then beat Arizona 65-60. The regular season is over. Mm-hmm. It has concluded. They ended the season 24-6 and overall with a conference record of 14-4, and which ended up placing them third in the Pac-12. Good year. Um mm-hmm. You know, all things considered, they had a couple losses that were tough, but overall, I think a a year to be really proud of. Um, They are going to enter into the Pac-12 tournament coming, starting here this Friday, Mm -hmm. and that's going to be in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. And so they're a number three seed in that tournament. They have a first round bye. Their first game is going to be, like I said, on Friday at 8.30 against the winner of the number 11 seed Washington and number 6 seed Utah. So just a little about them. Utah ended the season 20-9 and overall with a conference record of 9-9. and And Washington ended the season 9-20 and with a conference record of 2-15. and Wow. Mm. So, <laughs> but like, I mean, we... If you know anything about sports and you watch tournaments, mm-hmm. anything can happen. That's I mean, true, especially in college. Yeah, so you can't really be too sure of things in tournament play. So we'll see how that goes. But like I said, it's exciting. We're in tournament play. It'll be it'll be fun to get a glimpse of even them in tournament play yeah. and how they play in the Pac-12 and. Hopefully that builds momentum mm-hmm. going into the NCAA tournament. And so. I'll tell you, this women's team—they're—they're they're exciting to watch. They are very exciting to watch, and for the past few years, they have been good. So, I think, I, know. I think they're really starting to build like a dynasty. You know, it is because I mean, the last few years they've at least made it to the Elite Eight, which yeah. is we've kind of come used to it, and you kind mm-hmm. of become numb to even the significance of that to mm-hmm. make it to the elite eight is an amazing accomplishment to do that multiple years in a row and so it'll be amazing to see that continue yeah. to happen and i mean scott ruick's growing something nice here yeah, so yeah yeah and, and even seeing the certain players transition from college ball to WNBA has been nice to see um, so, you know, it's definitely putting the Beavers on the map and showing that, you know, we have good sports here as well. And yeah. hopefully I, I I just wish the best for them going forward, both in the Pac-12 and the NCAA tournament. And yeah, and hopefully seeing as the years go, that this program be built up so, so great to be like the Alabama of women's, women's basketball. Best. I know, that'd be sweet. <laughs> 
But yeah. yeah, we even see, like we've mentioned, a bright future coming for this team with mm-hmm. the nice commits that are coming in. So it really seems like we're definitely not going downhill anywhere. Mm-hmm. We'll just continue to be on the rise. So, yeah. I mean, it is really, really fun to see even the atmosphere, like we've mentioned, of Gill for those women's games. It's electric and it's fun. And so hopefully we'll even see for the NCAA tournament yeah. hosting a couple rounds and that's huge, which is a really fun, I think, way that the women do because men's obviously all neutral, but that's a cool element of the NCAA tournament for women's that mm-hmm. they get to host it if they're a top four seed, I think. So that would be fun. Yeah, it would be. And, and what a lot of people probably don't know about me, I actually prefer women's basketball over men's basketball when yeah. it comes to college sports. I've always have. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I... It, you know what it was maybe I think part of it is is like sometimes the the play is underrated by people because I mean you can be honest the NBA the WNBA doesn't get as much play time as the NBA mm-hmm. you know but the players whether it's high school college or even WNBA they, they play for the game and I think I enjoy yeah. that aspect of seeing them play for the love of the game versus trying to be a showboat or a ball hog or, mm-hmm. you know, and really seeing people play as a team and stuff, I think make me enjoy that, that more. So, so I, 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 I enjoy women's basketball, especially college the most, oh, yeah. more than, than man's. I definitely agree with that. It's really fun to watch. It's just fundamentally sound. They're yeah. a lot more disciplined, a lot move the ball and mm-hmm. yeah. Guys are different. They're the ISO and just mm-hmm. take things himself. But yeah, it's really fun to watch. So well, now that we have bashed man, I'm going to get on to yeah. men's basketball. <laughs> Tell us how they did. Uh, so the men's actually have two games left in the season here. Mm-hmm. They this Wednesday on March 6th, they play against Washington. Number um, one in the. Pac-12, mm-hmm. right? No one to Pac-12. So, we're going to be there at Washington. And it's going to be interesting. I think our men's can beat them. If you look. So, let's, let's get... We... Also, they play Washington State. So, they're going to be playing a Washington circuit, basically. Yeah. So, they play Washington State on Saturday, um, the 9th at noon. And... Beforehand, where we left off at, um, Oregon State had lost to UCLA by one point. Mm. Um, since then, they lost by five points to USC, lost by two points to Arizona, and then yesterday they lost by three points to Arizona State. So, again, I think the talent factor is there to win in the Pac 12, but they're just getting beat. It's I think that's the best way to put it. Sometimes you you go on the court and you just get beat. They just need to close it out. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. No, those are some it very is. well, especially crunch time too. Uh-huh. The end of the season, trying to make yourself have a good resume for the NCAA tournament. That's uh-huh. that's really hard to lose those games at the end because that's kind of make it or break it for getting into the tournament with an at large bid and so. Yeah. Think that's gonna come back to bite them. Yeah. But. So we 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 had a seventeen and eleven record, 
and Washington's at a 23 and 6, and they sit again at the top of the, the Pac 12 for men's. And one quick note about the Pac 12's men's division nobody's ranked nationally, you know, versus the women, which we have probably like three or four ranked teams, I believe. Yeah. Um, the Beavers are sitting about uh, midway to pack. It, it, things haven't been solidified yet because of the few games mm-hmm. left in the season. But what what is for sure is that Washington's sitting at top. They're, they're pretty safe there at number one. And, like, California's at the bottom. Um, don't mean to laugh, but they – yeah. 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 They they're at the bottom. Yeah. And so I, I think if if the man could muster up the, the gameplay and beat Washington, I think it'd be great going into the Pac twelve tournament because honestly that's gonna be your biggest fall come to the Pac twelve tournament. Mm-hmm. In order to get into the NCAA tournament, we're going to basically need to win the Pac twelve tournament. Yeah. And get that automatic buy in that um, tournament winners get mm-hmm. to the tournament. So, as far as the man's hope for salvage for the rest of the season is us mustering up the the gameplay and the heart to beat Washington. I'm not as worried about Washington State. Again, like you said, anything can happen is college sports, not to take them lightly, but I'm not too worried about Washington State sitting at 11 to 18. But if we could beat Washington. Uh, on Wednesday, I think it'd be setting us up good for the Pac-12 tournament, and possibly it is. It's very hard, but possibly we could win the Pac-12 tournament and end up going to NCAA tournament. Yeah, I think that would be. They need a confidence booster, mm-hmm. and I think if man, if you can get a win at Wash, win these next two games, yeah, that's gonna give momentum and excitement leading into the Pac-12 tournament. Hopefully, even give them a first round bye, give them some rest and. And tournament play, if you just get on a, a rhythm and a momentum mm-hmm. swing, anybody can beat anybody. And you can That's have true. these teams just end up, yeah, winning that tournament. Obviously, you imagine them winning the Pac-12 tournament. That's going to throw a bunch of momentum their way mm-hmm. going into the NCAA tournament. So, yeah. I mean, they have, they have the ability. I think they just have to execute and close out games. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. The last time they played Washington Huskies – was on January 26th, and they lost by a deficit of 10, 79-69. In, in basketball, a 10-point deficit or loss, really, that's not yeah. that's not super big, you know. that that One good run by a team in a few minutes can get you 10 points over a team, you Definitely. know. So, again, I, I think they, they possess the ability to beat the Washington Huskies. They just going to have to come with the A game, mm-hmm. you know. And come strong with it. And I'll be honest, I this team actually did a lot better this year than I even thought they would. Me so too. Like, they've definitely exceeded my expectation. You, so, you heard me a couple months ago. I, I almost had no faith in the team, yeah. you know. So they and I'm I'm appreciate they they changed my heart and my mind towards them in that sense. Yeah. So that that's been good to see. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see even what this man program I'm gonna do past this postseason run for the basketball team as mm-hmm. well. So it's been a fun year. Yeah, that's for has. sure. Um, we can lead into like we've been talking. We're kind of wrapping this era of basketball, but we have the national champions of twenty eighteen yeah, baseball right. coming that's back right. into town. They are. They've ended spring training. They had. A spring training, they are in Surprise, Arizona. That's where they go for spring training. They ended that 9-0, and 
So they didn't have any losses there. They had wins against New Mexico, Gonzaga, Minnesota, and Nebraska. They opened up a three-game series here against West Virginia at Goss at Coleman Field. And so they had a three-game series. Like I said, they won the first game of that series 9-2, to won the second game 4-2, to but lost the third game 0-2. to And so it was fun having that team back, you mm-hmm. know, welcoming them back from the national championship yeah. win. There's that new banner on the back. I don't know if you've been over there, but they have their new banner on the back of the scoreboard that says, welcome home to the national champions as the year they won. So it's really exciting. There's a new part of the stadium built. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see what comes for this year. See yeah. if we can make it back to Omaha. Yeah. But I think we can. I really do. Um, baseball is the American pastime. It's, I think like we was talking about the less uh, game and facilities and stuff, I would like to see their facilities be boosted. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd definitely be great if we could get out to some games this season. Yeah. <laughs> we have pretty nice weather for this opening. It's been cold, but we've had some sunny, sunny. days. Yeah, so cold but sunny. We'll take that if you're around yeah. here, I think. That's probably why every like baseball, whether it's major league or a minor league or even college, does like spring training and yeah, Arizona, New Mexico area and stuff. Arizona mm-hmm. just may, must be just have a ton of places for baseball. They do. That's where a lot of people go. Yeah. Arizona's in Florida. Mm-hmm. Those nice hot places. Yeah, nice and warm. Yeah, yeah. The Beavs are so right now they're sitting at ten and one mm-hmm. overall. They're the number four seed or number four in the top twenty five mm-hmm. according to NCAA. Give and them so, their respect and give them number one. I know. We 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 the champions. I know. That's weird and, 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 how that until, stuff works. Until someone beats us and prove otherwise, we should be number one. I know. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that number though. Number four. Hey, well, we who's like that? That's the AP. Ourselves. AP, the Associated Press. It's NCA. Yeah, NCAA. Because sometimes like there's a, there's different ones. There's like a coaches poll, which yeah. is like NCAA. And then there's an AP, which is Associated Press poll, yeah. which is like, I'm, I want to know who my strongly worded letter has to be directed towards exactly. to get us ranked number one, as we should be. <laughs> hey, we'll get there because our play is going to continue to grow. We have a, coming up, they have a Seattle baseball showcase this Friday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're going to be playing Minnesota, who's sitting at two and eight overall Minnesota. this Friday at three o'clock. Saturday at three they play Indiana. who's sitting at six and five, and then Sunday they play Coastal Carolina, who's at ten and two. They play them at three. Coastal so, Carolina. They won a few years ago. You know what's interesting? Coastal Carolina is one of those universities. I'm gonna say universities and athletic programs that I didn't hear much about when I was in college, but since I've been out of college. The football team hasn't wasn't bad mm. last year. I ain't saying it great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. And then it was like Coast of Carolina. Like who haven't heard of that? Is that yeah. South Carolina? I I get my Carolinas mixed up. Yeah. So it could be Charlottesville, North Carolina, or South Carolina. See, I don't even know. I I just call it the I, Carolinas. I Anytime somebody say like, oh, I'm from here, South Carolina, or here, North Carolina, to me I just hear Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. How about we start a petition to unify the Carolinas? All this division in this country, we need to unify. In the Virginias? In the Virginias, yes, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Any in the Dakotas? Dakotas? <laughs> uh, that's else. <laughs> Get them all together. <laughs> we need to be one statehood again. That's right. Yeah, the Dakotas, the Virginias, and, and the Carolinas. But yeah, I, I don't know where Coastal Carolinas at. Which honestly, there's a lot of good teams in Carolinas and in the there Carolinas. Are. Yeah, you have UNC University of North Carolina, which I know that's in Northern Carolina because it's in its name. <laughs> Duke, which is Duke. in North Carolina. Yeah, uh, Clemson, right? Clemson, South Carolina. Carolina. Uh-huh. South Carolina. I know. Yeah, Wake Forest is in North Carolina. Really. Wake Forest. They always. I was just talking to somebody the other day about their mascot, Demon Deacons. Yeah, that's a like. I don't get what that's supposed to be. I don't either. That's one of those I've just always known, never really questioned. But well, like, even if you like look at the picture of the mascot, you're still highly confused at yeah. what that's supposed to be. Yeah. So it don't look like no demon. It looks like some regular dude with a Abraham Lincoln top hat on. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, that's, got NC State. Yep, North Carolina State. I heard the Carolinas are beautiful too. A lot of people that I've heard yeah. went there. They, they say it's nice. It's a beautiful. I know area. South Carolina is a destination place. Myrtle mm-hmm. Beach. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never spent time out there. Me neither. Never been. Maybe one day. I've never been to the East Coast. Me either. Been that to is... the Midwest, South, down the West. Never Me been either. To the East. I still want to do that drive from Newport to Boston. Oh yeah, Highway Twenty. Yeah, for oh people who don't know, Highway 20 is actually the longest highway in the United States of America. Yeah. And it stretches from Newport, Oregon, all the way to Boston, Massachusetts. There's your history lesson. History lesson, yeah. I like it. Cool. So So with that being said, I guess we could move on into the woman's equivalent of baseball and softball, mm-hmm. which they're doing a great job, too, in, yeah. in, in tournament play. Right now, they're sitting at 12-4 and four overall. Three and two at home and nine and two in neutral. Mm-hmm. They just they played the Libby Matson tournament, mm-hmm. and they played that in Stockton, California, and they won against Nevada five one Pacific University or University of the Pacific. I'm not sure which one because they're like two different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but they beat them twelve to three, so that's pretty. Healthy um, lead. Healthy. Okay. <laughs> uh, they beat California Baptist two to zero, and then again they went against the University of Pacific or Pacific University again. Don't know which one just says Pacific. Maybe they they they, they went against the ocean. I don't know. They won. <laughs> That's right. Um, and they beat them eight to zero. So they closed nice out that tournament. Term- exactly closed out the tournament of all W's, and like then. They just got finished wrapping up the University of Oklahoma tournament in Norman, Oklahoma. They not so good on this end. Mm-mm. They lost zero to eight against Louisiana, and then they lost zero to three against Oklahoma. And then they was going to play Louisiana, Oklahoma again, but the games got canceled. I don't know if that was for weather or what, but I know that in Alabama and Georgia they dealt with some tornadoes and stuff and mm-hmm. I don't know how that weather Oklahoma is like tornado alley so. exactly yeah so I, I'm not sure surprise. how that affected and honestly that could have affected the ladies play mm-hmm. when it came to softball as well mm-hmm. so but going on from that coming up March 8th we're going to the LMU tournament 
Oh, yeah, they're in a lot of tournaments. They are, and that's going to be down in L.A. Uh, we're going to be looking to play against New Mexico, Loyola, Marymount, Western Carolina. Talking about the Carolinas. Mm, there you go. A Western Carolina? What if there was a West Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> North, South, North, West, South, and West. But no uh, East. No East. Um, New Mexico, again, in Western Carolina. And then it looks like they're going to start Pac-12 play on March 15th mm. in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Um, against and they're gonna do a three game circuit against Arizona State, the fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth of this month. And move on to Arizona, then to Washington, then to Portland State, and then further on into the Pac twelve mm-hmm. gameplay. So I'm Am excited. I right? Are they in the top twenty five? I think I saw that they cracked the top twenty five. That's very possible. That's which good. is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think I follow Instagram, you know, the sports on Instagram. And so mm-hmm. I see those things pop up, which is a good way to get news. So that if is. you don't follow Oregon State sports or athletics on Instagram, you should do it. There's a lot of cool pictures. It keeps me up to date. Mm-hmm. So they do a good job with that. But I'm pretty sure. I th- and, you know, there's so many different polls, too. It could be. It looks uh, like uh, what I see, the part was number 25. Yeah. Um, and Louisiana, who they lost to, was number 11. Mm-hmm. But, again, it, it, they're in tournament play, so that may even yeah. change It's a early, bit. but mm-hmm. still, that's fun. All right. And let, we're going to segment into the sports we know least about, which, as you guys hear every yeah. uh, week that we do this, uh, we're going to go into gymnastics. And as far as gymnastics go... Where we left off at is on February 22nd. The ladies played against number 20, um, Arizona State. We beat them at a score of 196.650 to 196.625. Those are so A close. .025 difference. That's ridiculous. Talking about clutch play there. Oh, my goodness. I wonder how that looks like in gymnastics. What factors that? Like when, when it's like super close like that, you know? Someone does an extra split. I don't know. Flip. I don't know. It probably sounds so ignorant. We do. <laughs> it's all right. We love Again, it. Exactly. We're fans, not experts. <laughs> we're <laughs> entertainment. Yes, we are. And then um, uh, a couple days ago, March 1st, Oregon State did a um, tournament, mini tournament, I don't know what you call it, meet, with, meet. with Bowling Green and Alaska Anchorage. Which I think gymnastics is probably a good sport up in Alaska if it's cold all the time. Get you stay inside, warm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we end up coming out first in, in between those three groups, Bowling Green, Alaska, Anchorage, and us, yeah. at a score of 195.825. There we go. Yes. They're so doing good. They are. They're doing real good. Wow. Coming up March 8th, we're going against number four LSU, Louisiana State University. We're going to be in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um. And then March 15th, we're going to have a tournament. Well, not a tournament, I'm sorry, meet. Get, it's going to be Oregon State, North Carolina, Seattle Pacific. I didn't even know that was a thing. There's so many Pacifics. Yeah, yeah. Seattle Pacific and Iowa. And that was going to be in Corvallis. And then it's time for the Pac 12 championships on March 23rd. And that's going to be in West Valley City, Utah. I've never heard of that. Yep. And then Whoa. we go into the regionals. Starting in April, the regionals occur in Corvallis. Sounds like women's basketball stuff where the top seeds mm-hmm. host. 
Yeah, I that? I think our gymnastics program is is excellent, and if if anyone's listening out there haven't been to a gymnastics meet before, I suggest you go out and take a look at it. It's amazing what they do in in all the tournaments from the uneven bars to the vault to the floor. It, it's 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 very physical. I you really know? need to go check that out. I keep saying yeah. I need to, but and you know it's not an impact sport, but it is one of those sports where you have to be very precise, and so, you're being judged a lot. Well, and there's got there's so much training and mm-hmm. discipline with that because you got to make sure your body's at peak performance all the time right. with the flexibility, and I can't even imagine because. And a lot of people do it from from um, childhood. Yeah. And the funny thing about, like, even, for instance, UCLA, which has a really good uh, gymnastic program as well, is that a lot of the people you see in collegiate gymnastics also go to the Olympics to compete Mm -hmm. for the United States. Because usually they're at the tip top of their performance and everything. Yeah. And it looks like Oregon State is ranked number 12 currently in gymnastics. Um, talking about UCLA, they work number two, and Oklahoma's at number one. Wow. So, again, we, we have a really good program here at Oregon State, and, and it'd be amazing what they see what they can do in the tournament, um, yeah. play in, in regionals and stuff for both Pac-12 and NCAA. Yeah, there's a lot of tournament stuff going on soon. Yeah. It's going to be an exciting month. Spring is a very, very busy, busy <laughs> month for sports. Seriously. If you can't find a sporting event to go to, it's your fault. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, we're going to go to wrestling, which, again, we don't know much about. But the man overall is sitting at 5-8 and eight with a 2-5 and five record at home, a 3-3 three and three record away. And from where we last left off at, it looks like they played California Baptist and beat them 33-7. to seven. There we go. So in, in any sport, 33-7, that's a good win. Mm-hmm. And that um, ended the season, the regular season for wrestling. So we ended on a good note. And the Pac-12 championships for um, men's wrestling is going to be on March 9th. It's going to be an all-day event in Tempe, Arizona. Arizona again, man. Everything happened in Arizona. That's where it's at. Yeah, for real. And then March 21st to the 23rd starts the NCAA tournament. For wrestling championships, and that's going to be held in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's a big wrestling state, I think. Yes, yeah, I've, I've heard that before. Penn so, State. I hear they draw, like, huge crowds mm-hmm. to wrestling. So it, it's, it's going to be exciting to see what um, wrestling can do, both in the Pac-12 championships and the NCAA wrestling championships. And wrestling is kind of a weird sport where your overall score does affect your team, but players or... Yeah, players, I guess you call them, are individually weighted as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you could be, your team could be ranked nothing, but you could have the number three player in a 185-pound division. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, it's, it's interesting to see that for wrestling as well. It, it's, it's, it's a team sport, but it's very individualistic as well. So, team sport coming to the overall points and scores, but it's very individualistic when it comes to tournament play and things of that nature so that's very interesting and and i know we got some good wrestlers as well so that's a good program 
Man. Yeah. So, again. More tournaments. Spring, March, April. Um, if you want to see any type of sport, I guess Arizona is the place to go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's, that's where we get If you're a listener there. in Arizona, you got a lot coming your way. Yes, you do. Maybe they already know that. Maybe they're just so used to it. They're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's March and April again. People from other places want to get warm. So. Yeah. Okay. Now we move on to did you Fill know. Fill us with some more knowledge. Yeah. You got all these things we don't know. So. Last did you know it was a little quirky and fun, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about the eleven different times Oregon State decided to change your name. <laughs> That's right. This one, did you know, is more on a sad note, is news that came out today, and that is is that Oregon State's swimming, which is a woman's sport, is gonna be discontinued. Um they just finished in tournament and they finished nine of nine in the tournament. So not good, but that that's the least of it. But it is going to be too expensive hmm. for the university to have the facilities upgrade that is needed to continue the sport. So therefore, they're going to, to abolish it, and there's going to be no more women swimming or swimming at all um, for Oregon State University. And for people to know, Oregon State has offers women swimming since 1973. Mm. And its best ever um, year, it had finished second, and that was in 1983. So it's been a while, mm-hmm. you know. But nevertheless, and I think anytime you lose a collegiate sport, it, it it sucks. Yeah. Because to and swimming is one of the sports I wanted to get to, and I remember talking about like where did they do it at again? But obviously they did it at the Osborne Aquatic Center, and I guess that's not going to work out anymore. Mm. The team had 21 swimmers and two coaches. For the eighteen nineteen roster, um, the cool thing is because one thing I thought about once I heard this news break is like, what does that mean for the players? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that mean for the swimmers? Are if they're a freshman, a sophomore, junior, and they had a scholarship full ride for swimming, what does that mean? You know, does that mean the school says, "Oh well, gotta pay your own way now. We don't have the sport anymore." But fortunately, Oregon State has come out and said that they will honor the athletic scholarship they have given to those swimmers whether the program is there or not so i, yeah, I think nice. that, that that's that's one good thing for them that at least they can still focus on their studies um yeah i know we talked a little too it got me curious about just the transfer stuff that mm-hmm. works with that because you know other sports at least i know football you transfer school you have to sit out a year till you can play mm-hmm. but i wonder that puts a whole different dynamic if it's like yeah well my school dropped my sport so mm-hmm. is it something that they can transfer and just swim right away or i don't even know what the transfer guidelines even look like for swimming but yeah me neither i wonder if you're a swimmer on that i mean because if that's something you're passionate about want to do well it's like yeah that's nice to still pay for my school and get my scholarship but i want to swim and i Mm -hmm. want to be competitive with it so it'd be interesting to see some of those you know athletes and what they're going to do are they going to be able to transfer schools or what and also like how does it work does it okay if we're getting rid of this program does that mean we have an opening for something else to maybe become a D1 program, or what is that? that, that like? That's a great question. Um, right now, it looks like for women's sports, the Oregon State University offers gymnastics, volleyball, golf, rowing, basketball, 
indoor and outdoor track and field, softball, soccer, and cross country. So that covers a lot. Yeah, it does cover a lot. I don't know what... What else would there be? What else would there be? Lacrosse. That's not really a big West Coast thing. or Maybe that could be a good question for our listeners. What 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 sport would you like to see replace swimming? swimming? Yeah. Let us know. Because that is a good... That's interesting to think about. Like curling would be cool. Curling? Yeah. I don't know if we have facilities for that. That's more of probably an East Coast. Well, curling is actually like, it's very popular, I think, up in like Minnesota. Oh, yeah. That colder Dakota, Mm -hmm. Minnesota, near Canada region of the country uh, because everything's an ice rink out there, basically. Which, that's my favorite winter Olympic sport is curling. I know. I don't know why I really like it. That would be fun to do, too. It would be. To just try out and see. But, like, some of that, like, when they, whatever the terminology is, the mm-hmm. guys that are curling it or whatnot, mm-hmm. throwing the rock, they get down in some stances. I'm like, I don't think my body would, like, be able to lunge that mm-hmm. that much and yeah. get down that low. But Yeah, they wear these special and sweepers. shoes and everything. Yeah. I, I think the funniest thing about that sport to me is, like, the words people be saying. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't understand they're saying it. Like, yeah, yelling yeah, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, right. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But, yeah, it, it, it's sad to see a sports go. I, I know we both have a friend who once played for Oregon State as a swimmer mm-hmm. and stuff and competed. Yeah. So, um, it's it's hard to see any time a program goes. But hopefully we, we can replace that with something. And hopefully our listeners know what that can be. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. Well... Anything else? I don't know. Until next time, right? Until next time. Yeah. So even, obviously, we've been on vacation. So we've been a little sporadic on our recording times. But just hang in there. Be ready for more stuff to come. It may be that we're just a bi-weekly podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bi-weekly. But we're still here. So don't think we're tailing off. We just, between sickness and this time of year Mm -hmm. and traveling... We're just sporadic on what we do, but we're here. We're going to cover you. We're going to bring you entertainment. We are mm-hmm. a podcast for you guys, for fans. We are fans, mm-hmm. so it's been fun. And just stay tuned for future episodes. And, of course, like always, be active on our Instagram, Facebook. Email us those sports you want to see and mm-hmm. questions you have or things you're wanting to see in future episodes. We're here for you. We'd love to entertain you. So thanks for listening again to Built on Beeves. And of course, go Beeves. Go Beeves.